You're listening to the Presence Pioneers Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Presence Pioneers Podcast. This podcast exists to equip leaders and everyday Christians to host the presence of God because we believe God's presence changes everything. I'm your host, Matthew Lilly. Thanks for tuning in today. Today's episode is about intercession. It's the second episode about intercessory prayer, and it's about asking. Asking. The essence of intercession is asking. Mike Bickle says that intercession is when we ask God for what he tells us to ask him for. And so I dive into this in our teaching today, which is a recording, another segment of a recording of a teaching I did at a local ministry school about prayer. Excited to share that with you real quick before we dive into that, into that quick before we dive into that, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. You can do that. Uh, on our website at podcast.presencepioneers.org. You can subscribe via email to get an email every time we send out a new episode. Or, of course, you can subscribe in iTunes, on YouTube, through Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe. Please do that. Please share this content. Please comment on YouTube. Click, Give us a little thumbs up. Give us a like, give us an iTunes review. All that stuff helps get this podcast out there so people can hear about what God's doing. They can be encouraged. They can experience God's presence and uh, and it helps everything go go further. So thank you so much again and uh, enjoy this episode today on asking the essence of intercession. James 4.2 says, you do not have because you do not ask. I just I want to encourage you guys today to unashamedly joy, and joyfully ask God for things. Um, John Wesley says God does nothing except an answer to prayer. So Jesus made it clear that we're to persistently ask God for things in prayer. I want to look at a couple of those verses in Luke eleven and Luke eighteen are, are great prayer prayer passages. Luke eleven. Verse 9, Jesus says, I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? To those who ask. So, um, so Jesus makes it very clear here. Ask, seek, knock. You know, you have not because you ask not. And the revelation, the context of this is there's a heavenly Father, right? You guys are learning the Father's heart, right? That we have a heavenly Daddy who longs to give us good things who longs to give us the Holy Spirit, why would we not ask Him? You know, um, Why would we not ask Him? So Luke 11, uh, Luke 18, um, Jesus spoke a parable to them. 
that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Men always ought to pray and not lose heart. I have unfortunately seen people lose heart in prayer. And maybe you guys have lost heart in prayer. I, I did for, for the longest time and in certain seasons where, uh, gosh, you know, you know, some people come into our ministries we've led or prayer rooms and they get really excited. Oh, this is so cool. It's awesome. You know, and they get the goosebumps and, and then, uh, and then after a while they cut, you know, maybe there's a meeting that's kind of a dud. It's okay. Right. Some meetings are kind of duds. <laughs> you get together. It's kind of like, well, that was, that wasn't as good as some of the other ones. So, uh, so, you know, you have prayer meetings or worship times and it's like, well, that was felt a little dry for some reason. And I don't totally understand why that is all the time, but and then they're like, oh, well, that wasn't as fun. And, and people lose heart. They quit. Jesus, Jesus doesn't want us to quit. He wants us to not lose heart. And um, verse 7 says, Shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? So I can't really... Mm, gosh. Okay, I, I want to talk about Luke 18 for just a second. Um, just because it, it's, it's really good. And um, so the, the whole parable here, just to paraphrase, is there's this widow that needs justice and she's going to an unjust judge and she's begging this judge for for justice um, and he wouldn't do it but she keeps coming back over and over and over and uh, so it says um, so eventually he uh, he says you can have what you want just stop bothering me <laughs> you know and uh, and so then Jesus says hear what the unjust judge said shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him though he bears long with them so um, some, some people get weird about prayer, intercession, or asking, or even repetition in prayer or asking because they, they, they're like, you know, we're, we don't need to beg God, which is true. And that's not what this verse is. This verse is not saying that we, we should beg God. Um, it's, it's actually, a, it's not a comparison, it's a contrast. So Jesus is saying, there's this widow and an unjust judge she got the unjust judge to give her justice by begging. How much more will the elect? So this is a contrast. We're not widows. We're not orphans. We're the elect. That means chosen. We're the chosen ones. We're chosen by God. How much more will the chosen ones of God receive justice to a heavenly father if we cry out day and night? So it's a contrast. He's saying if, if even an unjust evil judge will eventually give in to the persistence. How much more us who are his sons and daughters when we go to our heavenly father. It, it connects exactly to Luke 11 where he says he'll, he'll give. Uh, how much more will he give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? So persistence is good and persistence rooted not in begging. We're trying to talk God into something. We're not we're, we're not trying to twist God's arm in prayer. You know, that's that's not healthy prayer. What we're doing is we're coming to a God who loves us. We're getting to know Him. We're enjoying Him. We're loving Him. We're learning what He wants to do. We're getting His heart in our heart. And we're, we're growing in what He wants to do, not just in us, but all around us. And then we're just coming to Him and saying, God, yes, do that. <laughs> we're asking for Him to do what, exactly what He wants to do. Okay? And so, we're not, of course, we're not begging because we're asking God to do what He already wants to do. It's His idea. You know, we have to beg if he doesn't want to do it. and We're trying to talk him into it. But that's not intercession at all. It's us just coming into agreement with him. Does that make sense? Okay. I can't tell if this is like 
good or you guys are zoning out here because you're like giving me some real real si- so all right so uh psalm 2 8 this is a uh this is a crazy this is a crazy uh verse here ask of me and i'll give you the nations for your inheritance the ends of the earth for your possession so so that's that's amazing um the the actual context when you look at psalm 2 is this is actually the father speaking to the son so the father speaking to the son saying ask of me and i'll give you the nations for your inheritance so the nations are actually jesus's inheritance right so we're with him in that but isn't it wild that god himself says the way i'm going to make things happen is even in myself there's going to be asking even in myself there's going to be this interaction and this partnership and this communion and this working together and so the father says to the son ask of me and i'll give you the nations for your inheritance and so we're in christ and therefore he speaks the same thing to us ask of me and i'll give you the nations for your inheritance if jesus asked the father how much more should we ask the father so that's that's a crazy verse so my point in that is ask don't be afraid to ask hey guys this is matthew we'll get back to the episode in just a moment If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media. Dot presencepioneers.org to sign up today. Some people, they kind of get in this weird, like, uh, well, we, we don't need to ask for what we already have individually in God, right? So, so if we already have it, we don't need to ask for it. We can thank Him for it, you know. So, that's, so some people get weird about that as they say, you know, they, they're asking for something they already have. So we don't want to do that. But in intercession, we're not praying for ourselves. We're praying for somebody else. So ask for the nations. Ask for revival. Ask for salvation for your family members that don't know Jesus. Those are great things to ask for. And, uh, and so don't just declare them. Don't just decree them, although that's fine. To, you can, we can do that too. But ask. Ask, ask, ask. That's, that's the essence of, of intercession is, is we ask our Father. And He's really, really happy to give. And um, so asking God what he tells us to ask him for. All right. Does that make sense? You guys tracking? Good. All right. Just a little bit more here, and then we'll, we'll, we'll pray. 
uh, partnership, the power of intercession. So partnership and intercession is cultivated through intimacy as we recognize our identity as sons and daughters and as the bride of Christ. <coughs> Revelation twenty two seventeen says, The Spirit and the bride say come. So it's the Holy Spirit and it's the bride, the church, in unity together, crying out for the same thing. So that's what God wants. He wants our hearts and God's hearts to be in agreement in partnership together. We say, we say together, come. We cry out together. So we must pray and intercede from a place of knowing who God is. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, I'm going to kind of skip, skip ahead a little bit. Um, you guys can go back and, and look through these. First John 5.14, this is the confidence we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Okay? If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. So that's your kingdom come, your will be done thing again. We're saying God, we're, we're asking God to do what He already wants to do. We're coming into agreement with Him. And, uh, and that's the power of intercession is, is our agreement with what He wants to do. And the only way we can do that is if we know what He wants to do, right? So we have to know. We have to listen. We have to, we have to study. We have to spend time with Him and, um, and get to know His will. It's like a big yes. I mean, that's all. It's like intercession's a big yes. Like God wants to do something, we say yes. I mean, that's like what it is. It's so simple. It's, it's, it's not complicated. I'm, I'm giving you a lot of verses, but it's really, it's so simple. We just say, amen, God. <laughs> you want, I mean... You want to do that? Of course you do. You want to heal people. You want to save people. You want to send revival. You want to transform cities and nations. You want to bring awakening. Yes, God, do that. I mean, that's, that's it. We're not twisting God's arm. We're just coming into agreement for, with what He wants to already do. And really, we need, we, we need that because He is so much more passionate about it than we are. And He is so much more committed to His purposes than we are. So the idea that we're going to talk God into revival is like, it's crazy you know it's like he wants to do it he's the one that's like burning you know for 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 people i mean he loves people he really does i mean he loves people and if we press into his heart then we go oh man wow you really love these people and you can pray and and weep and intercede for people that you don't even know because you're connecting to god's heart for those people and uh and so and that's powerful. That's intimate. I mean, it's really intimate with the Lord. Intercession can be really intimate when you really feel His heart um, and begin to experience what what He see things the way He sees and feel what He feels towards people. Wow, that's it's powerful, um, and it, and it's really intimate, and um, and it, and it makes a difference in the earth. It really does. So. God is sovereignly ordained to move through us to fulfill His purposes because of His love for us and desire for partnership. So uh, I mentioned earlier this verse in Revelation 5, 8, that the, the incense bowls in heaven where the incense is gathering in bowls, no prayer is wasted. He hears it. He receives it. We don't know, we don't know when those bowls are going to tip over, you know, um, and, and when, that's gonna, when, when things are going to be released, but that's not even our job to worry about. Um, we're just saying yes, God. We're just saying we keep saying yes, and we keep saying yes, and we keep saying yes, and we keep pressing into His heart, and we keep saying yes, and we don't quit, 
and we say, God, help me teach you how to pray. <laughs> and we say yes again, and we say, do it, God. And we say, pour out your spirit. And we say, more, Lord. And we keep doing it, you know, and we keep crying out. And, uh, and we know that it's joining in with this all over the earth. It's gathering in these bowls in heaven, and it matters. It counts. God hears it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to release something. So it's like that whole don't grow weary in doing good. You know, we're sowing into the Spirit, and, and in God's way and in His timing, He's going to hear our prayers and release His, release His power. All right. Cool. Have I talked you guys into it yet? Um, just making sure I don't want to. Um, uh, tomorrow. Well, the burning room's closed tomorrow because somebody's renting the building out. <laughs> this goes back to you can pray anywhere. <laughs> um, normally it's 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Thursdays. Yeah. So on uh, towards the end of this pay uh, in or end of these notes on intercession, I have a couple of practical things, and then we can pray for a minute. Uh, practical ways to develop a life of intercession. Uh, I've kind of probably touched on these, but cultivate intimacy with God. I mean, you really can't say that enough. Like, that's what it's all about, knowing Him and loving Him. So go deep in God, worship, Bible, prayer, silence, pray in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit's great, by the way. If you don't pray in tongues, do that more. That's great. Um, I'm so thankful for the gift of tongues because I'm really not good at prayer. And, and so I'm like, when I don't know what to pray, the Spirit prays for me. You know, He helps me. So so I, I pray in tongues a lot, not because I'm super spiritual, but because I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm going to pray in the Spirit, you know. I'm weak. Help me, God. So, uh, I mean, it's I just... You get a little upset. And it's true. Like, instead of, you know, you're praying in tongues instead of throwing some profanity on <laughs> Right. <laughs> Um I have here on here schedule time and place to pray. Uh and so again you can you don't have to you don't have to compartmentalize your prayer life, but part of being intentional about having a relationship with anybody, including God, is to be intentional about it. You know, set aside time to be with people. And so set aside time to be with God. Um, and calendar it and co- consider it a meeting, you know, sa- sacred sacred space with God. Um, and so you really, you'll pray more. <laughs> you really will. I mean, it's what, I mean, we, we do want to cultivate that ongoing connection with God, but when you schedule it, like, I mean, I, sometimes, again, because I'm bad at praying, sometimes I'll get really, like, really organized about it. And I'm like, I'm going to just, like, pray in tongues for 15 minutes right now. And I'll literally look at the clock and I'll just do it. And uh, and so that seems kind of like, I don't know how it seems. Maybe it seems kind of re- weird or religious or whatever. But for me, it actually helps. And by the end of that 15 minutes, I'm, like, jacked up on Holy Spirit. So it's like... It's like uh, it may start off dry and like I feel it feels forced, but so um, make a prayer list. Some people like prayer lists. Some people don't. Uh, again, I'm bad at prayer. So anything I can do to help me is great. So I make lists of things. I come in on Thursday morning. I have it in my notebook and I go through and I pray for it because 
the odds of, and it, it's things that God's put on my heart, but I want to be faithful to, to, to them and the things he's given me. So that's why I said something earlier about kind of like your prayer assignment, so to speak. Like you can't pray for, you can like, you can't pray for everything. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to sit in the room and like pray, go through all the nations of the earth and pray for them. And like everybody I know, you know, it's like go through the whole list. It's like, that I mean, that's just kind of kind of ridiculous. But as you as you spend time with the Lord, as you worship, um, he'll 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 burden things. I mean, it's like a burden, you know. It's like a it's like a lo- and it's also like a love in your heart for certain things, certain people, certain issues, you know, justice issues, things like that. And uh, and so just be faithful to that. What God gives what God gives you to to pray for.